so I'm very excited because my birthday is in two weeks, but next week, me and my moms, we link up in San Diego because she's got a conference for work and whatever kind of like, it's like, Lyle's black ass mama ain't going to no fucking comic con. Like what the fuck? It's a conference. No, not for work. Comic con. <laughs> comic coon. No, but um, no, I'm excited. We're going, we're going to, we're going to eat. We're going to drink. We're going to head on the boat. Maybe go to the zoo and laugh at the animals, make fun of them, call them, call them racist animal slurs. What if, what if animals had their own racist slurs? God, that sounds like such a fucking open mic bit. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Like, you, you just be like high and thinking of like dumb shit. And then like you know, open mics, motherfuckers be like, no, no, that, that'd be like a really good bit. And then you actually see them try it. Like, anyways. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm very excited for that. And I was uh, taking my time uh, to see, looking at where I was going to stay. Cause I'm gonna be there two nights. Not telling you niggas which night, so you can come and rob me. Fuck the ops, nigga. No, but so <laughs> I was looking at like which places I could stay, and it was, and I was looking between Airbnb, hotel tonight, cause the homie got his dick sucked, and because I gave him a promo code for hotel tonight. <laughs> Is that why he got his dick sucked, Lyle? Really? Really? She was like, well, I was going to fuck him, but he had no hotel tonight promo code. So, like, why am I going to fuck him? <laughs> Niggas be so full of themselves. <laughs> no, so I got, like, along with, like, my perks rate on hotel tonight, I also got, like, a, a little $50 discount. So, I was thinking of using that. Then I was also looking at, because uh, it's only two nights, so you can, like, if it's only like one or two nights, he can get you like, you know, something nice on Airbnb. And I was looking and what was available. It just wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't speaking to me. It just, it really didn't resonate. It didn't connect. And then I was looking at a, a hotel tonight and it was just all the places I wanted were like 600 a night. And then the places where I'm just kind of like, I mean, okay, I'm, I'm essentially paying like $350 for either like a decent clean hotel chain that's like kind of out the way or those like boutique. Cause I fucking hate the way hotel tonight like does the code where it's like, they'll be like hip and it's like small and cold and doesn't have enough shit you need and enough places to put your things. And then, you know, basic means like kind of dirty you know and then luxury just means like oh yeah this is cool this is fine this is like this is it's intercontinental like it, it's it's fine i do not stay at the intercontinental all roads lead to drag on this pod baby um and i eventually went with sonder because sonder is a is a, a what it's kind of like airbnb it is you stay in luxury apartments and it's like a, it's an easy self check in. I stayed there like first time, like a dated a little techie bitch. You know, we we had it. You know, she was like, "I want you to clap my cheeks somewhere else." So I was like, "All right, like I got hotel tonight." And she said, "Oh, Nick, I got Sonder." 
And they have locations in Amsterdam, Atlanta, Austin, Barcelona, L.A., Chicago, Dallas, Dubai, Edinburgh, L.A., Madrid, Mexico City, Nolens, New York, uh, Land at Palm Springs. Anyway, Philly, you, you get the fucking idea. It's like it's luxury apartments in a lot of places. Obviously, they're not fucking paying me to tell you this because you guys wouldn't be hearing that if you ever heard about Anchor. Nigga, if I'm doing two shows a week, you damn right I'm going to get my fucking bitch-ass 25 cent, nigga. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Every time you fucking hear it, it's like, oh, I got some pocket change. <laughs> That's going to go to half a bottle of wine at the end of the year. Anyways. Got Sonder. And I'm in like a nice one bedroom, very spacious, the little flat uh, fucking streaming TV, you, you know, you know, like the, the modern fly shit. It's cool because it's like you like the Saunders, like you feel like you're fucking staying in like have you seen the wire wire, which you fucking should have already asshole when Stringer Bell gets killed and Bunk and McNulty enter his apartment. Who the fuck was I chasing? And it's just so fucking nice and class and f- classy and feels modern because it's so uh, minimalist. Minimalist. I don't. You know what the fuck I mean, all right? So don't be like he knows how to say. He just can't say the word. Look, we black. We got to code switch a lot. We gonna fuck up words. It's not because we dumb. It's because we're always fucking switching from worlds. Anyways, I'm staying there. I remember one time I was like taking like I was dating this chick and I was taking a long time to pick out where we were staying. She's like, you're so indecisive. I was like, shut your fucking mouth woman i am not <laughs> i'm not indecisive i am picky i don't like when people be like oh because i'm not one of these people like i'm not gonna hold up an evening trying to decide what i want on the menu like i'll tell people like i'm gonna swirl this alcohol i'm gonna swear this swirl this wine around you pick what you want okay if you gotta leave before i'm finished that's fine i'm not we're not holding anything up just i'm not i just don't know what i want to eat right and i just want to sit and let the evening wash over me, you know? This isn't a fucking business meeting. I'm picky. I'm not indecisive. I'm picky. And normally, like, when I can't decide what I want to eat, like, right away, it's because I'm just kind of like, look, I don't want to eat any of this shit. You pick the fucking place. I know you got bridge and tunnel taste. My aunt's a, a vegetarian, and she had me meet her at, like, a vegetarian restaurant, and I was like... I knew food would suck, and not because it was vegetarian, because it was like one of those, it was like a vegetarian, um, you know, cheesecake factory where it's like you can get tacos, you can get pasta, you can get a burrito, you can get a sesame tofu bowl. It's like, yeah, this place isn't fucking good because, like, they're trying to do everything. Like, even places that serve meat, they try to do everything and not fucking good. Like that's the thing, like with the with the with the plant based people, like you, you gotta do plant based Italian, do plant based Indian, do like commit to the fucking thing, and like respect the art of cooking because it's just like you just have a bunch of people just doing different shit with broccoli and not making it like they just they're making pasta worse. They're not making broccoli better. You know what's what's the goal here? Hmm. Anyways, place like that, I took fucking forever to order. <laughs> so I'm like, none of this shit looks good. And none of it was good. 
so yeah, yeah, I'm very. If you guys ha- have like a trip plan, like look at Saunders, see if you can get locations because it's like solid r- rates for staying in like luxury, and which is what I like because you know what I, I've been like turned off by hotels, like as much time as I spent on the road, and then that two weeks in the Bahamas is like dual county on the road has made me turned off by hotels because it's like, wow, I'm kind of staying in like a. I'm staying because, like, as a kid, it was like, especially me, it was like, oh yeah, because we'd have cable TV on and off, and I'd be like, yeah, cable TV, fucking, um, ice machine, soda machine, I can get Starburst and cookie. I got, I was just so fucking happy to be in a hotel as a kid. And it'd just be like a Best Western now, a Best Western. Like, oh God, I was staying a Best Western, but I'm just saying, like, I'm like, oh, all right, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I'd probably honestly rather stay in like the cold boutique hotel now. It's like cleaner um, and has less space. But what I was saying, I find myself turned off because it's like, yeah, a hotel is essentially like staying in the studio apartment with thinner wallpaper and no kitchen and like a fridge that doesn't even keep anything truly cold. You know, and then if you have like a, if you have like no microwave, like, oh God, you fucked out of luck. And then staying in the Airbnb, like, it just feels like staying with like, somebody's parents' house. I don't like, and then they can like rate you back. And then, and then some of them will just be like, so, so fucking cunty about it. Like, and take out the trash when you're done. Like, Bitch, I'm paying you four hundred dollars. Like, I'm not your fucking sixteen year old son. You take out the fucking trash. What the fuck am I paying a cleaning fee for? Like, no, oh, they left the place a mess. What was the cleaning fee for? How? Like, why are we doing this? So yeah, that's um, yeah. I, I, if you're going somewhere, I would look at Sonder first. And it's also like the thing I don't like with hotels. I was seeing this uh Fetty Wap interview, and this is like way before he got a. Uh, he he got the time for a. He copped to the plea of distribution. He pled guilty, Sal. There's a difference. He pled guilty. This this podcast is nothing but Wire, Sopranos, and Drake references. It's like some millennial coon heaven in here. So it was this interview, and Fetty was saying like he like talked about how many apartments he got across America. And he said, well, the thing about me was like, cause about like how he blew his money. Cause it was like, uh, I may have said this, like Fetty had the distinction of not being a, a one hit wonder, but he was a one album wonder. But Fetty said, uh, the thing I don't like about hotels is they could just fucking come and knock on your door anytime. Like I don't like motherfuckers having that type of access to me. So that's why I get the apartments. <laughs> like, Spoken like a true paranoid ass nigga right there. And then later this shit comes out and we're like, well, we see that nigga had ample reason to be paranoid and not just want anybody knocking on his dial. Anyways, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, saunter that shit if you're trying to plan something and you want to be fly but stay within budget. And my, my thing is when I travel... It, Favorite thing to do is get supplies. And what I'm doing, what I'm planning on doing this trip is getting all my supplies in advance. I'm going to get all my pre-rolls and my edibles in advance. 
I'm gonna get my wine in advance. I'm gonna get my toiletries in advance because I don't want to have to be like, then I gotta go to Walgreens. Then I gotta go to this wine shop. Then I gotta go here. I want to have everything I need like at my disposal. I don't like having to like bounce around a city for that. And like, if you're not flying, if you're taking Amtrak or you driving, just bring your fucking supplies. I think making supply missions are only for like you know should only be for when you take flights. Like we're fucking adults. Come prepared. This is the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Barons. Thank you very much for tuning in to the very first mailbag episode. Past two episodes, I kept like, I was like, hey, send some fucking emails so I don't make shit up, you know? Like, and you guys did not disappoint for the most part. I got a few emails where it's like, this is clearly some fucking trolling. You guys are like, fuck. Like, it was funny, but I'm like, I think I'm not. I'm not putting that on here, but just know I, I smirked it, you know, you're at your at your coon trolling. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, mailbag. So basically what I want to do and I want to like just try to answer like one to two. Like I took more time than I normally probably will for future episodes. But I'd like to, you know, put this at the end of uh, some shows and then I can get into it. Matt, when he's uh, done from his little uh, from his recharge me and him can uh, get into some of the mailbag uh questions and look it's the stuff on here is about you know relationships and, and uh some millennial stuff it's like sex dating and um you know personal upkeep you can also just send in like you know hypotheticals like okay rap album that you could listen to on a drive from LA to Seattle like it could be stuff like that like it doesn't you know it could be like who you know I mean don't make it like you know fuck Mary kill because this isn't the fucking radio but you know it's, it, you can also send in some fun shit too so anyways with that said uh, uh you're gonna hear me uh answer uh the top three emails that I felt would make a fun episode thank you for tuning in Hey, big fan of the podcast. Glad you're finally taking email submissions. I've been seeing this girl that's super hot, smart, and down to earth. But she's very inconsistent. We'll have a good date, and then she doesn't text back for four days. And when we hang out, it's weeks in between the last time we hung out. What does it mean when a girl acts hot and cold? And when I ask her about it, she says, I really like you, but I am scared to define our relationship. How should I confront this? Wow. Oh, my God. My bullshit detector is is going off like the like the old people on the beach in Florida with the metal detectors like to find like a, a fucking watch. And so it goes. Ding, 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 ding. I've never seen this in person. I've just only seen this in like, you know, TV shows. But that that's what my bullshit detector just did right now. Okay, so first off, if she's hot and cold when it comes to responding to text messages, like if you guys go four, if she goes four days without texting you back and it's weeks in between dates, that has nothing to do with defining it. Like, she's not fucking seeing you. Like, girls will... I... I hate when like bitches act like we dumb. 
Because it's like the disrespect is just doubled down when girls try to act like they're so fucking shy and coy. And look, I'm not one of these guys where like if a girl isn't because I can't you gotta understand. I came around like bay niggas and bay niggas are like, you know, what's your girl doing? Ah, she's tired. So I'm gonna see her tomorrow. She's probably sucking a dick right now. Nah, nah, she she doing it in a nigga's car. Yeah, yeah, he picked her up, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's what bitches do when niggas got cars. You know, they suck dick. <laughs> I guess, but I, you know, so I'm not, I don't want to put that in your head, you know? <laughs> Even though the one Oakland girlfriend I had is a fucking big old whore. Look, that's... <laughs> I don't even know if you... Why am I saying all this? No, but look, here, we know why I'm saying this, because... It's true. <laughs> but, uh, here's the thing, right? Girls will do this thing where, and I say girls and bitches, not women, but girls and bitches will do this thing where they say like it. It's it's almost up there with it. It's not you. It's me. So like, I'm scared to define our relationship because I don't really. That's got nothing to do with common courtesy. Like you're not. You're asking for common courtesy here, my brother. You're not asking for fucking like so. So like, what are we? I'm gonna assume you're not fucking her. Like, I wish you would have said, but I mean, this it's like if she goes four day, like because if if you were fucking her, I don't think this would bother you as much. And like, just for hypothetical, like let's say you are fucking her and she still does this. Then, um, I don't know, like, just take it where it's at. But it sounds like it sounds like I'm going to guess you want a fucker and you haven't. And that's why you're like, how should I deal with this? I'm going to guess that's what it is. But either way, um, she's you're clearly on the back burner. She's got a guy that she's more into and I'm sure she gives more consistent rhythm than she gives you. Uh, she's probably known him longer, but and he's probably like you know more accessible by like geography or th- they know people in the same social build. There's probably some some level of familiarity, you know, s- there. So you know, don't take it like you know you're not man enough for her. Like bitches, just you know, everybody just likes what they like. So girls do this thing where they give party, they like to give party lines because women have a thing where they can't admit that they want to be selfish. They can't admit because like the idea of because like, look, I hear so much about fuck boys. I don't hear nothing about fuck girls. This is a fuck girl right here for like the 20, even though like fuck boy to me is like, you know a little boosie or past the Troy song. Like that's what I think when I hear fuck boy, <laughs> but now cause fuck boy has been gentrified and it's like, Oh my God, he just won't up and up emotionally. He's just such a fuck boy. Was, oh my God. I hate white bitches. Anyways, <laughs> this is fuck girl behavior. Cause fuck girl behavior is, you say, hey, you're doing this thing. And they go, yeah, well, that's that's my boundary. Like, we ain't talking about your fucking boundaries or your comfort. Like, we're talking about, like, basic communication, being a decent human being one-on-one. Like, I had this chick, right? She it was kind of on the same sort of thing. And she told me that, like, you know, her brother was getting at her because he fucking, um, like, we're out on a date. And she was like, yeah, my brother's like... 
just cussing me out because he's like, yeah, you don't fucking answer phone calls. And so at least in that moment, I'm like, oh, it's not just me. Or she's like, you know, she's like trying to like create her backstory. Like, no, see, I'm inconsistent. My brother just cussed me out. And she's like a habitual liar, which I mean, I think a lot of girls are. At least the ones that be on bullshit. But so anyways, this girl, right. She did all this stuff. And then she was like, um, her line was because, you know, I didn't fuck her. But her uh, her line was. I want to make sure you want more than just sex. And I'm like, we're going out on dinner dates and I text you regularly. And I called you a few times and we made like plans a few times you flaked like i don't think i like one bitch i'm not the one that needs to reinforce anything here you need to show me that you actually want to have some sort of connection i don't have to show you shit okay that's one two i don't want a girl i don't i just want to know you want more than sex i don't want to have sex with a girl where it's like it's just so transactional where it's like well, I need to know you want more than sex. I want to know you actually like me. Mm. It's like, well, one, I'm not really going to know how I feel about you until I fuck you. Because that's going to really kind of change a lot of things. Like how I, uh, how I, uh, how I view the length at which you tell stories. <laughs> that's one. <laughs> no, but, but, but also like having a girl that just feels like, okay, well, I like your personality, but I need to know you like my personality before I ask. Like, I want a girl that's like, yo, I want some dick, nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want dick, nigga. Like, I, even if, like, the girl ain't black and obviously don't say nigga, I still want the vibe to just feel like, give me that dick, nigga. <laughs> like, that's, that's what the fuck I, I want a girl that, like, wants to put it in her mouth and fucking ride it and just f- f- play with, like, I, I want that. I don't want a girl that's like... But like, if I have sex with you, I just worry you're not gonna want to talk to me again. Cause, and that's bullshit logic. And then eventually, like, I I sent off because I have like a very strong pimp hand, obviously, while still remaining. Because having a strong pimp hand is getting your point across. It's not being like, let me tell you something here, bitch. Like, that's not a a pimp hand. That's just that's like that's a caricature of you know a certain type of manhood that's like not fly to me no pimpan is when you go all right look you've been over here bullshitting but you don't say that and you state nothing but facts and you go so when you and you lay down nothing but logic and you say it in a fly away you say nothing about how you feel you say when you don't do such and such it makes me think this but then on the other hand you say you want this but then you do this what is it? You're being inconsistent. I do not want to continue if that is the course of this. That's pimp hand shit. It's some like I, a lot of my niggas be scared of that shit. They're like, oh, I, I just think that's too aggressive. It's like <laughs> I think like what she's doing is too passive aggressive. So we just supposed to like cater to what these bitches like and live on our knees? God damn! No wonder shit done got soft out here. You niggas need me. I'm sorry. Was that too aggressive? We're all asked to deal with shit that is uncomfortable throughout life. When you're trying to get to know somebody, I don't think scaring somebody 
because you could obviously scare somebody off by being direct in a sort of fashion. But it's like, yo, you're not going to fucking treat me like this. Like, this is not realistic. And there are too many guys that are too scared to, you know, ruffle, you know, I don't even want to say ruffle. There's just too many guys that just don't want to fucking, I don't even want to say it's about being a man or being a woman. It's just about being like a fucking human being. Like, because look, here's the thing, right? We'll stand up. There are gigs that will elicit all different sorts of responses out of me. You know, hey, Lyle, do you want to do this gig that is within 50 miles in, you know, pays $300 and you're doing 20 minutes? Or, hey, Lyle, do you want to do this gig that's 100 miles away? And pays $50. And it's like, I mean, obviously I'm not fucking doing gigs like that anymore. But it's like, all right, this is this is going to elicit the various responses that, you know, you can get out of me. Or that you can just get out of a performer. Like, if it's a job, like, a job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's... You respond and you get back to people based on where you see the value. And it's like, this you know, I'm so busy. I don't want to find like, it's, it's just all bullshit. It's just like, look, this is, it's like fundamentally the way I think you should handle this is yeah. Cause I already answered your, your question. What does it mean when a girl's hot and cold? It means that you're the back burner. So when, uh, the main dude is fucking acting up or not giving her attention or doing some shit she don't like, she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go talk to this. I'm going to go talk to, I'm going to go talk to Brad. Cause he's fucking, yeah, I don't, I don't like the way Jordan's treating me, so I'm going to go to Brad. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay, wait, Jordan's te- Jordan's texting me. I need to... Oh, shit. oh, God, it's been four days since I texted Brad back. Hmm. I need to know that, I he, that you know, he's he's got to feel a little special. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that, that that's what the fuck it is. Um... um how should I? How should you react to this? I think you need to make it clear that you know you have an expectation for how you expect to be treated, and you don't want to see her anymore if she does not meet your expectations. Now, I don't know how you talk because, like, if you're saying it the exact same way I'm saying it, may be like inconsistent with how you speak. God, it's, it's fucking delicious. Fucking, fucking juicy Syrah. It's not. It's not from Rome Valley too. Like it's. It's not like your average California Syrah, like out of Santa Barbara or uh, or Sonoma. So fucking robust. God, I love this. All right, I'm. So, I'm sorry. Let me stop coming over the wine. <laughs> what I'm gonna say is the way that you should react to this is, hey. I have a certain expectation for how I like to be treated. It's not really worth it to me. Cause I've told, like I've said kind of verbatim, like, yeah, like this is just overly anticlimactic. Like, you know, we go on dates, you know, three, four times a month and, you know, you text me back every four days and that's got nothing to do with defining this. It's like, I'm not trying to see like a sometime, I'm not trying to have a pin pal, like, and I'd say, like, say what you want. Like, if you just want to have a, 
casual relationship where we fuck and go out, cool. If you want to have a relationship that's kind of serious, then you need that. Serious. Like, but this is just not like this isn't even a thing. This is just the kind of you pick me up and play with me when you feel like it. And I'm not here for that shit. Like, if you do need time in between texting, going out, cool. But I mean, it's like I still if you like leave me hanging and I barely see you like <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like, I'm not a goofy. And you got to let these bitches know you ain't game goofy, you know, because like they'll they'll try to treat you like you don't know shit and because you want to fuck them and you're being nice to them. And I'm not saying like be an asshole to these girls, but just let them know, like, you're not the only game in town. Hey, Lyle and Matt, the coon's not here. <laughs> hey Lyle and Matt, I recently got a big boy tech job as you say And moved out of my apartment with my three other roommates To a one bedroom by myself Damn, good for you Because like most people go from like living with the three roommates To then living with like a friend that they really like And then they like make enough money And realize like, hey, I really don't fucking like living with this friend and I'm going to convert, you know, their bedroom into like an office slash guest room slash Airbnb or whatever. Or they move in with a girl and then it goes how the fuck it always goes. And then they're, you know, and then they find themselves a spot. But the fact you went from three roommates to one bedroom by yourself and you skipped the whole studio apartment living with a bitch thing. Congrats. More power to you. Anyways. Now I live by myself in a one bedroom. I live I live near a lot of bars, restaurants, and liquor stores. I find myself drinking more than I'd like. Sometimes I, I drink out of boredom. I find it's getting me kind of depressed. I don't want to stop altogether, but I'd like to take a break. Have you ever considered taking a break from drinking? What's a good way to lay off the sauce? Should I even be asking you? Happy cooning. <laughs> This person knows me well. (laughs) Are they really asking me for advice? Or is this somebody that's like, you know, trying to fucking tell me something? Okay, look. um, Let me answer each question. Uh, I'm just going to say first, like, I don't know what this guy is drinking. But normally when you do, like, get some money and you do become a, a frequent social drinker, the average social drinker, they have their cocktail they like, their alcohol they like is a shot the alcohol they like neat and then a beer for when they're getting started or slowing down or hair of the dog like hennessy drinkers normally drink heineken um you know bullet bourbon drinkers normally go for a lager you know and then i find the people that are kind of more on the cheap side they like to get the most bang for the buck so like whatever alcohol by the shot like they might go like probably like the most kind of fancy they'll go is like Jameson. Like they kind of go more name brand and their beer is IPA. Cause they're just like, I just want to get drunk quick. I want to get the most bang for my buck. And that's like something I notice about, you know, frequent, uh, going out drinkers. And yeah, man, and you live by like bars, restaurants, liquor stores. So it's just kind of all over you. Yeah. That is like a thing that is, but I don't know, like people like, you know, fucking moms in the suburbs, you know, will killing bottles of fucking cheap Chardonnay and Pinot, so it's like 
you know, out of boredom, but it's not like they got a bunch of shit near them. Anyways, um, all right, one by one each question. Have you ever considered taking a break from drinking? Of course I fucking have. Anybody, anybody that frequently drink, like, I feel like there's something wrong with you if you don't go, you know, maybe I do, maybe I should stop, or maybe I should take a little break. Like, you should always consider, even if you're not making ass out of yourself, you're not going broke, it's not making you look stupid, you should always, like, it's just natural. It's not to say you should take a break, but it's, yeah, of course, of course I considered it. Um, what's a good way to lay off the sauce? Well, so, okay, this is, this is interesting. I'm so glad you sent this. Um, there's a few ways. So I got a friend that is, uh, very, very into cocaine, among other things. Very intelligent friend, good friend, talk to him often. And he's one of these people where he has like, he told me he has like a system and his system is he doesn't do cocaine past midnight. Um, he only does it on weekends. And I'm not saying you should only be like a weekend drinker and not go past midnight, but you should have like a system. And I think the way shit gets out of control is when you don't have a system. Like I was at this one girl's house that I was one night stand fucking and, uh, I'm over there and it's like super late and I figure, and you know, it's like that kind of part where it's like you over somebody's house for the first time and you acting like you, you know, you, you know, like that first like 20 minutes where like you're over somebody's house to fuck them, but you're kind of like acting like, yeah, we're just hanging out. There's nothing weird about this. Two fucking adults. And especially you haven't even, you haven't even kissed them yet, <laughs> but like, you know, you're there to fuck and you gotta, you know, normally like the way to ease the tension is like, you know, or like ease into it is smoke a joint, uh, fucking have a drink, right? And she is like, she like, I'm sorry, all I have is, all I have is Lacroix. Um, I have like, I have like one hard cider, and I got some edibles and some water. But I find that like, you know, like when you keep the stuff in the house, that's how you develop in a problem. So like, I just drink out, but I don't keep it in the house. Yo, bitches are like trash as hoes. Like that's. that's <laughs> <laughs> girls are like I was like I was thinking about this other girl that I like fucked earlier on in the year and I go over to her place and like all she had was like Miller Lite and like some hard cider and some like like she has like it's, it, it like bottled water I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> like how dare you fucking invite you know it's funny how women be like how, how dare you have like uh these sort of fucking bed sheets like oh my god he doesn't change his he doesn't even have a a comforter you know like whatever women complain young men don't have it's like damn this, this girl ain't even have a decent bottle of alcohol to like just kind of get the moving. anyways Not having in the home, like, I don't know, like, if you're going out drinker, like, I assume you are, because you tell me you're around the shit, but, um, this too, so, like, the one way is, like, yeah, only drink when you're out, like, I got a friend, uh, he used to live in LA, filmmaker, Andrew Hurwitz, good kid, and he was, and he was, um, he just gotten out of a divorce, and he was, you know, like, in his, like, all right, I'm in LA, you know, I got experience things, you know, and he's, like, a working full-time director, knew him from San Francisco anyways and he would go he had a thing where we'd be hanging out and he'd get like a big fucking juicy Alpa store like just pork dripping out torta 
you know, he'd be like, hey, let's go meet up and have some beer and some wings. But he only ate meat out. And then at the house, it was all vegetables. He was in like, you know, really good shape and because of it. So that's one rule you could do. You could do a time rule like, all right, I'm not drinking past 11. I'm not drinking past 12. And it's water from here on out or just fucking go home. Because, I mean, you know. If, if, if nothing has happened within two hours, like, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong calling it a night, buddy boy. The way I thought about, like, easing up, and, like, I didn't fucking do it, obviously, but the way I thought about doing it is I get, a like, I get, like, a really, really expensive bottle, like, once, like, something that would kind of not even amount to, like, what I normally spend going out or on bottles for the house in a full week. So let's say I get like a, a fucking $80 bottle of Ashes and Diamonds Cab Franc. I get like a $75 bottle of, a, you know, rum that I'll drink, you know, it'll probably take me like a week to drink, right? So I only drink good shit. This is like hypothetical. I haven't fucking done it, but that's something I would consider doing. Also, um, I gotta say, I think you're getting depressed because, like, I don't think you're drinking good shit. Like, I'm not saying, like, I think you're drinking, like, you know, Miller Lite and, and, you know, the tap whiskey. But, you know, fucking up your alcohol game, you know? Like, because, look, if you're going to put shit in your body that's not necessarily good for you, make it, like, the better shit. It's like when people tell me, and that's not going to stop the depression because, like, you're going to enjoy the good shit, then you're kind of going to get over it and you know, realize shit you don't like about life or, you know, whatever. Cause you know, I don't think it's just the alcohol. Like I think that like alcohol does enhance inhibition as well as, um, you know, it's also depressant. So I hear as I sip this lovely French Syrah. Oh God, this is so fucking juicy. It's like, it's like drinking a blackberry pie, but it's not super sweet. This is so silky. And anyways, so I fucking described this wine while trying to help you take a break. No. Um, but that's one thing I, I find like, if like one, you spend less money, if you just develop a taste for like the better stuff, that's one. Um, yeah, because you'd be like, hey, well, I don't want to spend this much money. You'll become like a little more budget conscious, Mr. One Bedroom. <laughs> should you be, should you even be asking me? Fuck no. <laughs> and there you go. No, but yeah, that, that's like a, a way I would say to, to definitely scale down. Because I mean, I think like we have waves where drinking is, is really fun. Um, and and they're like different waves. There's, oh shit, I'm, I'm 21. Oh shit, I'm out the house. Oh shit, I got my own place. Oh, I live near a bar and I kind of live by some like near happening things. Like we have like waves where it's like the alcohol makes stuff more fun. Then eventually we can get to a point where we kind of realize we're overdoing it. And, you know, I think it's, you know, there's nothing wrong with tapering back. For me, with taking a break is I don't have a girlfriend, you know? And the times I've taken breaks, I've always had girlfriends and it's like, yeah, when you have in-house pussy and like, cause the thing is like, when you take a break from alcohol, you're going to have like a surplus of energy. You're going to be like, man, I can fuck. Like I can, like, you're just going to want to do something. Cause it's like, well, this time that I normally spend like, you know, 
taking my time with this beer, watching Succession, or, or like, or down with my friends, you know, knocking a few back. Like, I got all this extra energy, and like, you don't want to put yourself in those situations. And like, I'm gonna be honest, it's not fucking fun just drinking a soda water. Take, you know, I'll be like, yeah, could I get some bitters in this so it looks like something? Unless you want, it's like some people can do it, but you know, I'm I'm one of those people. I it's it's not for me. So, anyways, as I was saying, um, finding something to do. Like, if you don't have a girl that you're fucking, because it doesn't sound like you do. Not not to say you don't have bitches, but I, I, the way this reads, I just don't think you do. <laughs> um, currently, I believe you have, and you will again. But a good thing to do is have like some physical activity that takes up a good amount of time. So it's like, dude, dude, like start fucking running, get the Nike run app and, you know, work your way from, you know, tie, like do a mile and then work your way up to doing a 5k. That's three miles regularly. And, and, you know, just fucking stay consistent and develop, you know, be like, oh, now I'm going to run a mile and under this time and like, you know, do shit like that. Like fitness, fitness helps, you know, getting the weightlifting, play basketball, like play pickup games, join some intramural men's league, like doing something physical. Cause it'll also like push back. Cause then you'll be like, all right, well I can't drink now because I got this game later. I got this run or I got this class later. Like me, I got a boxing class, um, on Saturday that I'm doing and second, second boxing class. It's like a boxing circuit class, right? Tons of bad bitches in there, like just, oh my god, just ass bouncing on. So, oh my god, it's it's like Instagram come to life. I fucking love it at the Mayweather Gym in Hollywood. If you're there Saturday, I'll see you. Anyways, um, so planning activities can like curb, you know, when you do that type of stuff. When when you uh when you indulge in substance. And then I would just say, uh, rediscover your relationship with alcohol. Uh, and I said, look, I think, like, I mean, I, like, look, I know a lot of pot smoke, like, weed smokers that are like, like, yeah, you know, it's not as bad if it was alcohol, but it's like, yeah, but you niggas still be addictive and checking out of like real shit because like you can't fucking stop doing it. And let's not act like smoking a bunch of weed can't get you like fucking depressed too. Like, so I don't, you know, I think it's good to rediscover your relationship with it and, you know, take a break. Like the best sex I've had while in relationships has been when one of us was on like a trip for work. And I'm on the road, she's at a conference or whatever, and then we're back and we're just busy and, you know, maybe we grab dinner out, but it's just like, ah, it just doesn't make sense to, like, yeah, because we only see each other for 30 minutes, fuck it, let's just see, and then it's like, we're going to fucking pound town, it's incredible, you know what I'm saying, so it's like, there's nothing wrong with taking a break and then just really, like, you know, do it with a purpose. Like, if you do it because you want to do it, don't do it because you're bored. Don't do it because you're sad. Which I mean, also all perfectly fine, acceptable reasons to drink, which I do too. But you know, what's the saying? Uh, absence, uh, 
makes the heart fonder. I'm sure that works for this shit too. Hey, I've never had sex with a woman I'm truly attracted to. All the women I've been with have been fat, kind of ugly or hood rats. I think I'm a decent looking guy. I have a good paying job. College educated. <laughs> so, so did Aerie Spears. You know, I'm at least handsome. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you're average. Anyways, um, I think I'm a decent looking guy. I have a good paying job, college educated, and I find myself always settling. I'd like to have just one bad bitch. It's to the point where I feel like it's not even worth having sex. I've come close and made out with a few fine bitches, but they end up ghosting or friend zoning me. By the way, the friend zone does not exist. The friend zone is a made up thing. It's like you didn't get friend zoned. Bitches didn't want to fuck you. Anyways, um, because <laughs> I don't know, friend zone just sounds like a participation trophy culture to me. Like you got friend zone, it's like uh, I got, I got fifth place. It's like you lost, nigga. Anyways, I've come close and made out with a few fine bitches, but they end up ghosting and friend zoning me. What should I do? How do I pull a bad bitch? Should I just suck it up and pay for some pussy on Backpage? I've been thinking about it. Thanks and enjoy your wine. P.S. If I do pull a bad bitch, what kind of wine should I bring out? Oh, man, you're a long way from wine, buddy. Uh, look, uh, okay. What should you do? Uh, well, that's all. See, I don't know enough. Like, if you gave me, uh, you know, your height, your weight, where you live, what you do, you send a picture, how many friends you have. Like, I, I, like, I got to know how normal you are first. If, like, you know you fucked you've never had sex with a woman you're truly attracted to the other thing i gotta ask is what is your version of fully attracted because i mean being like fully attracted to somebody like like, you're not always gonna i mean first off fucking like you know the main lead and is you know we're like a, a lot of people fuck extras and if you and look, if you could fuck, you know, the the third or fourth lead, you know, good for you. I'm saying this like, you know, the level of attractive women in movies are like, you know, scaled that way. You know, I'm just saying in terms of, you know, star power fuckery. I don't know. Maybe that wasn't the best analogy. Anyways, what I'm saying is like if you're somebody where you want like your version if your version of like being fully attracted to a woman is like fucking Instagram and it's, you know, long legs, big butt, curves, thigh gap, flat stomach, big breast, pretty face, long hair, like all the shit that, you know, men are into and stuff. Like, you know, generally speaking, and men are also into more than that, you know, then, you know, it's like, yeah, I think you should fucking pay for it. Like, if that is your level, if that's your barometer, like, you want a girl that looks like fucking Instagram, I think you should just pay for it instead of hoping they fucking like you for you or, you know. Doing all this work on yourself. 
like yeah if it's if that's your version of of being truly attractive and it's like that high like yeah go go to vegas go to la get one of the fucking high-end uh sex workers we don't say hookahs or prostitutes anymore lyle you cannot say prostitute or call them hookahs they're sex workers yeah so um <laughs> get get the fucking high-end sex or go to the fucking bunny ranch and you know do, do what you got to do with that's your version um if your version is something that is more like a like if what you find to be like fully attractive which i mean god it's such a weird thing because it's like i've had girls where like i'm like oh my god like she has a beautiful face i love the texture and the look of her hair oh man tummy on flat fat on flat tummy on flat fat ass on fat fat titties on what's that and you <laughs> i told you all love, all roads lead to drake on this pod but i had a girl that was like favorite girl i ever fucked long legs shaved kitty big ass pretty much flat stomach big tits toned arms tan like everything oh my god amazing Italian girls got hair on them arms. <laughs> you know what I'm like? I'm like, all right, let me just kind of let me look past these uh, very uh, strong hair. I'm like, well, it's only if you just look at the sun and her arm at the same time and the reflection. Yeah, you know, it's not something I like, but it's also not something I'm gonna like hold against her because she's a fucking goddess. I fucked a goddess, nigga. Like, but you know, <laughs> I wasn't there for all. Of it. Like, what I'm saying is, it's like I don't know what your beauty state. But if you just mean like, okay, like if you mean, because I had a bit about this I've done on stage. It's it's on my album, Couples Therapy. It called. Uh, I think the track's called Think About It. I don't. I don't like be listening to my own shit. Um, probably not gonna listen to it again for like until I'm like ready to drop the next album. Then I'll like listen to it and see shit but anyways i did this bit and it was basically um men and women i asked the crowd how often do you see people on the street and think like yeah i like to fuck them like how often do you want to go costco and be like yeah take a sample of that right and then you know they yell whatever the fuck they yell out and i, I do i do my little uh jokey joke bullshit um i'm <laughs> If you regularly like be at the store and you're like, well, I'm fully attracted to her or whatever, it sounds like to me like the way you view beauty is like, but at the same time you say, all girls you've been, you've messed with have been of a more extreme size, kind of ugly. So like, and you, and you different, you differentiate between fat and ugly. Cause what I don't like is guys that act like, Ugly girls and fat girls are like one and the same. I don't even think it's nice to call people ugly. I just prefer to say like, well, I'm just not attracted because I honestly don't really think anybody's ugly. I think you could just have days where you look ugly or how you look with your personality can make you ugly. But I don't, you know, I don't know. It's just kind of like it's just like a little too dismissive in a humane kind of way that I just don't fuck with. Busted because you can be busted and you can be unbusted. So I'll say I'll say that. Um, but I appreciate you differentiate differentiate between that. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, look, I get you not wanting to fuck 
heavier set women often. And there's a difference between fat and thick, which I assume you know. Um, Because, yeah, uh, I just assume you do. And you definitely didn't say thick. And look, I've had phases where I've just fucked too many skinny girls with like, by the skinny girls with big tits, the skinny girls with like not much else going on. And I'm just kind of like, all right, I need a girl with some meat on her. Like, if you keep having the same thing, you're just going to get tired of it. So if there are any women listening, like, he's body shaming. No, he's fucking not. He's just tired of what he's having. And then you say hood rats. <laughs> at least not all in one. At least it's not. I've been, fu- I've been fucking fat, kind of ugly hood rats. Like, if it's the or makes me be like, all right, like, it's not. There's some high moments. There's something amiss here. Like, there's something where I'm going to guess one, you don't want to put work in. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying that overweight girls or hood rats or girls that you deem kind of ugly, you know, are easy. I'm not trying to imply that. But I'm trying to say you're not getting what you want, what you truly want, because you could just be like, all right, this is just easy. Um,. Yeah, man, it can be rough. Like, I, I get the, like, uh, it's not even worth having sex if you just keep having sex with women that you're not truly into. And Guys, this poor guy's probably fucking popping, like, sex pills and shit, you know? Just to, just to stay afloat. Oh, man, this is delicious. God, I fucking love this wine. Anyways, um... What can you do to pull a bad bitch? And yeah, you said, you said, how do I pull a bad bitch? Should I just suck it up and pay for some pussy on back page? All right, let's answer both real quick. How do you pull a bad bitch? Well, I mean, again, it's like bad bitch different. You got to be popping. I don't even want to give you some, look, you got to have money. You got to, because there's all different. Like, okay, I met this girl that, at a bar. I was out with a. With my little scooter friend that loves riding the scooter. I was out with my little Peter Pan friend who likes to ride scooters. And there's like barely any bars in West LA. And then we wind up in one bar in West LA. And this is like when I was like staying in uh, in Westwood for a second. House sitting. And. Uh, excuse me. No bars in Westwood, and basically, and then and I'm talking to this girl, it's a bartender, and it's a very, like, kind of blue-collar bar, and this girl, she's got, like, her full ass hanging out, breast, but she's older, she's, like, probably, like, 36 or something, like, she definitely looks older, and like, she, she's, like, one of those, you know those girls where it's, like, they look like they party, like they work hard and play hard, like, she looked like, like, she is a bartender, so she's on her feet, obviously, but she looks like, yeah, like I'll fucking go hike Runian Canyon, uh, Cunian Canyon, excuse me. She'll go hike Cunian Canyon. She'll go do a workout class. She does her fucking meal prep. And she does like, she'll do like a, a straight up five minute ab workout at home. You know, she'll do hot yoga. Like she looks like she, but she also looks like she's had quite a few tequila shots and some pills and, and uh, some nice little snow, some uh, nose snow, you know. And I was talking, to, and to give an idea of like how this girl looked, right? 
and I get it, like it's a bar, and I wanted to to make clear that there's no bars in like West LA like that because I feel like you kind of like if it's like a Wednesday, you definitely want to have some clientele coming in, and you got to do what you got to do, and what's encouraged is often what's encouraged. So, anyways, it was this group of coworkers, and it was a black woman and a Mexican dude. And Mexican dude said, did you, see, the black one said, you see her booty? Look at that. Look at that ass all out. He's like, oh, hell yeah, I see that shit. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. But I was like the one that wasn't, I was like one of the few people that wasn't freaking out over like her outfit and all that. So then she gets to talk to me, striking up conversation because she knows like I'm not going to try nothing. And because I'm just not in that space. And she's like. Maybe this bitch is like, oh, he probably doesn't have the confidence to talk to me. Let me go talk to him. <laughs> that let me just tell him about my life. That'll give him confidence. <laughs> Fuck these hoes, nigga. <laughs> so then, <laughs> anyways, we're talking, and she's telling me, um, this is kind of about her life and how she's like got this room. She's um. Uh, got these friends. Her friend is like a, a doctor or whatever, and she's like, "All my friends are like really hot." And then she's she's showing me pictures of her friends on her phone. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool." <laughs> kind of like, "Are any of them gonna fuck me?" You just like you just showing me pussy I can't have. <laughs> like, what's the purpose? Of it? Like, this is a different type of flexing that kind of hurts my feelings. No, but so she's doing that, and then she's like, you know, and like I got this friend, and he's like gay roommate, and like he makes the best food, and like we have these like dinners Sunday, we do it like agua fresca side, like we're sitting outside, you know, we have like wine, tequila, and we like, you know, we got and like like I'm going out to Vegas this month, and then next month I'm going to Mexico because you know, and this is what stuck with me. this is what lives in my mind rent head rent free. She's like. You know, like, me and my friends, like, we're girls that like to go out, and, like, you know, a lot of guys just can't keep up. So when I heard that, and, and among she was talking about other sort of financial things. So when I hear that, I hear, I want a motherfucker to be active, down to kind of be out a lot, and spend a good amount of money. So if you're the type of guy that's like, you know, I just need to take a four-day break. If you if you're like the type of guy that's like you know, if, it's like that you know, like because these types of girls that like I would deem, I'm just gonna guess you mean like so, a sort of kind of generic, like society hot like like the hot people in society is like just job wise or you know, bartenders, hostess, um women that work in like retail department stores you know or like kind of or women that work the especially especially them latina broads they'd be working like the little uh the little uh wagon carts that don't move to be selling perfume and phone plans them be the bad bitches like something like those are just like the service level hot women we haven't even gotten to like the nurses that you know will look like shit for 16 hours, you know, sleep for like nine hours straight and then go fucking do, go work out, put on some shit and then just look like the fucking baddest thing. ever. like, yeah, I'm a nurse. <laughs> just like, Oh my God, I can tell like, we're not even fucking talking about that. Right. 
We're talking about the women that I would assume, because you sound like a shallow guy. And that's fine. That's fine. Lyle loves you. If you just talk about them, it's like, yeah, I think you just kind of got to be out and doing something. Because those type of girls, like, you know, they wear the makeup, they dress a certain kind of way, they they work to have their bodies look a certain way, or they pay a fucking surgeon to make their bodies a certain kind of way. Like, they want to be out and they want to be seen. And look, man, I think you should just be out spitting money. And, and you, you got to be fucking fun. Because, like, the thing is. All right, I got to get some jokes off now. <laughs> Like, like fat bitches and hood rats and kind of ugly girls. You're like, hey, you want to eat something? Like, yeah, yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah, I like some cake. <laughs> Just fuck. All right, I'm sorry. I had to do it. I had to do it. I had to be a hacky coon for a second because it was, it was just right. Like, y'all should fucking applaud my restraint from like not just going full on like '90s Def Jam hack on this fucking email. No, but. <laughs> like be out like fucking wear cologne like no have like the latest playlist like you know throwing some gunna you know uh get you a gucci like just become very kind of and i don't know like if it's like there's a version if you want you know quote-unquote bad black bitches bad white bitches bad latina like there's different versions of that but i mean i think the general consent because i don't know what ethnicity you are but i'm just gonna or like what you're seeking but i'm just gonna say like you know just just be out and about and be fly and you know take care of yourself and, and like work hard play hard and that's kind of that's kind of how you'll get it or the other thing is like the what the homie dustin told me how he had like one friend where like his life was just dedicated to like having sex with good looking women and like the job was for the sex the car was for the sex the working out was for the sex the everything was just so like every part of his life was just invested in the pussy. Like how some people have like they spend this much money a month and they have these credit cards that go to this because you get points from doing that. And it's also they can fucking buy a house own their home by like, you know, age 55 or whatever is you could also be like that type of person. But that's how I think you do that. And look, if you don't want to do all that work, and you don't, you're not like a guy that wants to keep, you know, guys can't keep up with girls like us. Like if you don't want to be out all the time, you know, fucking spending money and meeting all these people and being around like these ADD ass broads, like, yeah, just fucking pay for, I mean, cause <laughs> I don't know how old you are. <laughs> By the way, when you let you guys write in, like at least say what state you live in and how old you are and ethnicity. Cause that kind of helps give some perspective or maybe you like the way I give advice. You liked it. There's some ambiguity. I don't know. Say what the fuck you want to say. There's certain things where I feel like, cause look, there's that part of me where I'm always, if like you the homie, you tell me you got laid. I'm a high five your ass. Like that, that's just what we do, you know? But there's certain stuff where I'm like, that don't count. Like, the homie's like, man, I fucked this bad. Oh, no, I was paying for it. Like, I had a homie show me, like, all the women he was fucking in uh, in Colombia. And I'm like, and they was good looking or whatever. I'm like, nigga, that's... <laughs> that human traffic pussy don't count, nigga. <laughs> You'll get points for that the same way. That's like... 
I don't know. That, that's like a free throw instead of like a a, a regular like in game field goal. You know. Same thing, like with women, like because I know women that have like told me like about threesomes they've had with two guys, and I'm like, this is how I. First of all, guys, so like a woman's threesome with two guys, like does not count like a man's threesome with two women. A man's threesome with two women is like worth is like worth five five bad bitches in a and high five tokens for having sex. But it's like, if a girl's like, yeah, I just like met these guys and they were like, cool. And then, you know, one thing just started another and like, I was digging both of them and they're both hot and da, 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 da. I'm like, okay, okay, good for you. You're doing what the fuck you want to do. But if a girl's going like on like a, a website, you know, like posting, bu- <laughs> posted like fucking bulletins and shit, you know, I'm like, this shit don't count. It's just like, like looking to throw. So I'm looking to throw a gangbang party. Okay. So oh my God. Like, I'm like, man, you, you, you get deducted for that. And I view. So there's certain things where I'm like, all right, you, you get knocked down swag points with fucking, I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, you came. So it's like, you know, you know, my book means who gots, but Some, it's like, you know, but if you say that you've like never fucked a woman, you're attracted. To, I get the feeling you're older because you you're college educated and you have a decent job. So like lets me know, you know, you you've been out here for a minute. If you've never fucked a woman, you're attracted to <sighs> go pay for some pussy and just see how you feel. You know, that that's what I would say, like, because you don't seem to have like hang ups about it. And especially if you're like just super shallow and you don't want to keep up with this girl. Like, yeah, just do what you got to do. And then. You know, eventually you're gonna, you know, and maybe you'll have like the Patrice O'Neill journey because we all have our own journeys. And Patrice's journey was he, Patrice says something to the effect of, I was tired of fucking ugly and fat bitches. And, and this is kind of more or less what shit, Patrice kind of, and then Patrice would constantly take these trips to Brazil where he'd like, you know, your money goes a long way. Oh, shit, I can imagine like, you know, Oh two, oh three, when he was making those trips, and he said, "Like, yeah, I'm fucking these women," but I'm like, I did not want to have to keep doing that. Like, I don't want to have to keep getting in a box in the sky where I could like fucking, you know, fall out of the sky, crash into some fucking rainforest, or I fucking get AIDS, or I got fucking get killed out there by some fucking militia i want to be able to fuck the women i fuck over there but here in america and then from that a whole philosophy was developed but the truth is like you know patrice is like 101 like obviously he's brilliant genius his comedy dna is in me and all that shit but it's like in order to get to like a a, a Patrice level, a Kevin Samuels level, like where you have this whole philosophy, because Kevin and Patrice thought differently. But in order to get to this point where you have like a whole philosophy based around to do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do, you know, like you first got to do like the baseline thing. So Patrice like had to pay for the pussy. So it's like, you know, that may be the move for you. For me, I was just like, I just need to keep hollering at bitches. But and luckily for me, I like, 
I came in the gate fucking women I was fully attracted to early on. Um, yeah, so, I, yeah. Yeah, if you do it, you know, just do it honest, you know. If you don't want to support human sex trafficking, and probably just only fuck American made. But, look, I'm going to sound ignorant. It's like, well, plenty of women in brothels in Las Vegas and not voluntarily, but you need to support sex workers, but you shouldn't. <laughs> that's not, that's not like these fucking annoying, like white liberal feminist cunt sound to me. And look, when I say feminist, I mean like fucking, you know, men can be that too, you know, obviously. Because just that certain sort of white liberal Bay Area. Well, actually, asshole. Yeah, I think that's the move, Chief. So, you know, just pick which one you're going to do. This has been the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I've been your host, Lyle Barrens. Thank you very much for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the very first mailbag episode. If you want your questions answered, send an email to soakingupgame at gmail.com. And yeah, yeah, you know what? We'll unpack whatever the fuck you want to know. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and enjoy your week. And I will see you guys on Tuesday.